0: Hello and welcome to fostering the inner child podcast. My name is Melana Macias and I am your Christ center child deliverance coach, help parents understand trauma and behavioral issues from a biblical spiritual perspective, and I empower them to take authority. This is your first time listening to me. Thank you so much for taking the time. Before I start, I want to throw my disclaimer out there. I'm not a psychologist, therapist, or doctor. These episodes are for educational and spiritual development. So this week, I felt like uh, the Lord wanted me to talk about the significance of dreams. Not only with ourselves, but with the types of dreams our children have and what they could mean. I believe that this episode is kind of like a continuation from last week's episode. Because depending on what our children are dreaming can determine if they are under spiritual warfare. Yeah, I I don't claim to be all-knowing about dreams, but there are some things I do know the meaning to, and that's because I've literally gone through it. Um, So the Lord has, you know, been teaching me for quite a number of years now. Um, And usually it's by going through the trials and, and, and getting to really understand what's really going on. But I know some people are not dreamers. So if you're not a dreamer at the end of this episode, I will pray for for you. Uh, Prayer for you and your children to start dreaming for sure. Because um, a lot of times I will say that if you're not dreaming or just simply cannot remember your dreams, there could very well be a spiritual block. Because God definitely uses dreams throughout both the Old and the New Testament. To speak to us, He's speaking to us through everything all the time. It's just usually our lives are just so busy, and we have so many things going on. You know, trying to be a mom, a wife, run a businesses. Maybe you're in school. Who knows what it is? But he, he, we're just so preoccupied about the things in life that a lot of times we just overlook. So God's got to find another alternative way to speak to us, and that is through dreams. I do suggest if your child is old enough to, you know, to read and write and things of that sort, like buy a little journal and encourage your children to write down their dreams as soon as they wake up, though. I say this because the devil loves to make you forget your dreams are parts of it, especially the ones from God, especially the ones where God could be giving you a warning or even telling you about you know, your, what's, what, you know, your calling in a life. You know, what your future looks like. Um, I didn't start dreaming or seeing visions until about, like, seven years ago. And back then, I didn't know what to do with these dreams. Like, and some of these dreams were, like, warning dreams. and I didn't even know they were warning dreams. But God's grace brought me through the trials and taught me to be more aware of the dream world, pay attention to what's happening in the dream. Um, it's so very important. The Lord has also taught me that even though we are asleep and dreaming, that we can also still take authority in our dreams. And I was like, I had to go to my own mentors a few years ago because I didn't realize that when you dream, that you could take authority in the dream with what's going on. Because at one point, I was, um, I was. Uh, I'll tell you a little story. Uh, I was, I had a dream that. There was this woman who came up to me, and she was manifesting. She was like, she was very much possessed. And in my dream, I'm putting my hands on her, and I'm casting out the demon. And when the demon flees, and I'm rebuking it, I'm telling it to go in Jesus' name, it flees out of this woman, and this woman turns into a little girl. And then I woke up. And I thought, that is so weird. This this was a woman, and a full-grown woman, and now she turned into this cute little, you know, probably seven- or eight-year-old. And I really had to unpack that, but I also had to get, you know, my the people I trust, mentors, and ask them, is it possible that in a dream that we can take our authority like that? And I was reassured that yes, and that actually in the dream, I was probably actually doing a real actual, um, exorcism on somebody that who knows, who knows, I don't know who they were, but, um, and, and I was just like blown away. So ever since then, you know, like my dreams, if something bad is happening, um, I just take my authority in Christ. So that means we don't have any difference in between whether or not that we're awake or we're asleep. You know, our souls actually, I mean, our, our spirits actually never sleep. It's just our bodies that are sleeping. Um, I want to take a so, so look at some scriptures throughout the Bible, though, before we uh, really get started into this. Let's, let's look at Job 33, 15 through 16. It says, In a dream, a vision of the night, one may hear God's voice. When deep sleep falls on men while slumbering upon the bed, then he opens his ears of Manan, seals their instructions. Okay, If we look at uh, Genesis 37, we see that the dream Jacob had actually was a foretelling of his future. In verse 5 through 9, it says, Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him still more. And he said to them, Listen now and hear, I pray you this dream that I have dreamed. We brothers were binding sheaves in the field, and behold my sheep sheaf arose and stood upright, and behold your sheaves stood around about my sheaf and bowed down. His brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Are you going to uh, are you going to have us as your subjects and dominate us? And they hated him all the more for the dreams and for what he said. But Joseph dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brothers also. He said, "See here, I have dreamed again and behold, This time, not only 11 stars, but also the sun and the moon bowed down and did reverence to me. Joseph's dream foretold his future. And after many trials and tribulations, by the way, he really went through a lot. I mean, his brothers tried to kill him. They didn't want him. They hated him um, and many other things. Joseph did rise to power over Egypt and became second in command to Pharaoh. Then here's where the dream meets meets uh, the 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 the, the foretelling by the dream is when a severe famine struck the region. His brothers traveled to Egypt in search of food, unknowingly bowing to Joseph, which fulfilled the dream Joseph had as a young boy. If we look at Numbers uh twelve, six says, He said, Listen to my words. When there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions, and I speak to them in dreams. If we go to, if we go look at Matthew one twenty, the Lord appeared to him in a dream, telling Joseph not to be afraid to make Mary his wife, even though she was already pregnant with Jesus. In Acts 2.17, it says in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. In the Bible, dreams are often depicted as divine revelations and prophecies. Um, they, they they serve as God's way of communicating with us, offering guidance, guidance, um, and and or uh, imparting important messages to us so now the question comes how do we know if a dream is from god there are three places in which dreams can come from the soul holy spirit or satan and the only way to determine where the dream came from is we have to evaluate the fruits. What kind of emotions was we feeling in the dream? Was we scared? Was we at peace? I mean, write everything down, like, like everything that you can remember, like every detail, how you felt. Did you smell anything? Did, did, I mean, just any little thing that you can remember. And like I said, do this as soon as you wake up, grab your pen and, p- and paper, and write it down. I always put the dates, too. I always put the dates so I can like go back and reflect on it. Um, does it align with the Bible, or does it go against it? Remember, the Holy Spirit will never go against the Word of God. So if you are fearful in your dream or you feel pain in your dream, you could probably go to say this is not from God and it's either your soul or Satan. In the Bible, God often communicates with these people through dreams, revealing plans, providing guidance, or issuing warnings. If we look at Matthew 2, 12 through 13, where God warned... Magi through a dream not to return to Herod. Herod. Additionally, God warned Joseph in a dream to take Mary and Jesus to Egypt to escape from Herod's plan to kill the newborn Messiah. And other examples in the book of Genesis, where God sent a series of dreams to Joseph, warning him of the future famine that would ravage Egypt. And that's Genesis um, 41 1 through 36. That's just summed up. Uh, you can read it yourself if, if you want. But um, the, for me, taken from my own personal trials, I can tell you that, like, tornado dreams are warning dreams. Okay? Depending on the color of the tornado, if it's dark black or is it light in color, did the tornado directly hit you or did it just miss you? Like, uh, for example, if a tornado just missed you, you could, it, I, the trial may, you might avoid what's going to happen, or it may be near miss, it could be a close call, it could be something of that sort. Uh, a few years ago, before I knew about tornado dreams, I had a, I had a dream that me and my family was driving up a hill, and when we reached the very top of the hill, this large black tornado was just barreling, barreling toward us. Where, where there was nowhere to go. So the tornado hit us. Our car flipped, but no one no one got hurt. For two weeks like this dream stuck with me and deep within my spirit I felt so anxious, like something bad was about to take place. And I would say probably about 3 weeks later, yes, it did indeed. It there we, we hit a really Bad trial in our family. It rocked our home and life for a few months. But the takeaway from that is that, you know, I was learning. God was showing me that this was coming. But I just didn't know it then, but I know it now. Now that I am aware of this whenever I dream of tornadoes, I actually find myself rebuking the tornado in the dream and casting it in the pit of hell and i'll see the tornado turn or it'll it'll go around me or you know something of that sort or it won't touch the house wherever i'm at and i don't want this to sound like that the lord gave me a trial because the lord didn't give me a trial but he gave me the warning of the dr- in the dream of what was to come and if i knew what i know now my family could have possibly avoided that trial altogether by being of course in heavy Prayer and come against it we'd also look at different types of animals and dreams they also do represent different things okay for example the dream I told you last week of the little boy who dreamt dreamed he was bit three times by a cobra depending on the ranking of the snake how venomous the snake is is the trial that is coming Remember, dreams like this may seem really scary, but God doesn't want you to go through this trial. Or you may still end up going somewhat through the trial, but it wouldn't be as bad as if you never prayed against it. You know what I mean? So, He has given you or your child the dream to start waging war in the Spirit. And I always tell people to wage war, pray, 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 until you feel peace on the inside about it. Once you feel peace, you know that whatever the enemy has planned for you or your child will not prosper. Another dream is regarding crocodiles. Dreams about crocodiles getting getting bitten by a crocodile is a sign of the, of the Leviathan. Okay, While scripture does not say a crocodile, it does not. We get the biblical description of Leviathan, and we call him a crocodile, in Job 41, um, where we look at the attributes. The Bible tells us that Leviathan is fearsome, fearsome teeth. Uh, he has a tough outer armor. The mental imagery quickly takes you to think of a croc, at least, I, at least for me. So I think you know that's where we kind of sort of get that from. But no, the Bible doesn't specifically say that Leviathan is a crocodile. But we know enough about um, crocodile dreams and associated with the Leviathan that we know that that represents him. Okay. So in Psalms one oh four twenty six reads, There the ships of the sea sail, and Leviathan the sea monster, which you have formed to play there. And then in Isaiah 27, 1 says, It is prophesied that the Lord will punish Leviathan. The serpent. He's also represented as a serpent. So it's a sea monster and a serpent. But he has big teeth and, and, and he has um, a tough outer armor. It says, in the sea with his great and strong sword, depicting future judgment of evil. You see, when we are bitten by certain animals or even if we eat food in our dreams, this can cause legal rights. To the devil to inflict you or trials to happen. Okay. Personal experience that food is never a good thing in dreams to eat. You should never be eating in dreams. Never, never, never ever be eating in dreams. This is always some um, kind of spiritual attack. And um it's usually uh to from my personal experience Is that um, when you're eating and or drinking in dreams? This is um, witch witches are 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 casting spells, and the only way that they can get their legal right is that if you give it, and so that's through food. Remember, Satan must have a legal right to to do something to you. He can't just willy nilly do whatever. He just that's not how it works. (laughs) Thank thank God for that, though, right? Thank the Lord. Um, so let me touch a little bit about eating and dreams or drinking. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to use myself again (laughs) as another story. Um, the story of mine has a better ending because I knew what to do. So, and now you guys will too. So in this dream, I was like, I'm standing in line with all these people. At the beginning of the line, there were all these cakes and they were gorgeous and each one of these people were getting a piece of this beautiful cake and taking a fork and eating it. And all these people, I mean, there was a lot of people, the line was like incredibly long, especially behind me. And I just remember looking around and I was like, wow, these cakes are so pretty. But then when I got to the front of the line, there was this old lady. She was Hispanic curly black and white hair she was heavy set woman too I still remember she really had no neck either um it was, it was kind of weird she really didn't have a neck it kind of just molded together like but I mean it looked like a, a human being you know and so she gave me a piece of the cake but I did not eat it once I saw her I knew for an instant I cannot eat this cake I didn't know why So when I woke up from my dream, I wrote down everything in my journal. Then I researched this lady, okay, and I used the word cake in it when I'm researching this lady. While she was still fresh on my mind because I didn't want to forget and get carried with the day. And then I'm like, oh, I really want to know if this lady actually existed. And indeed, this woman was actually real, and when I researched her, she was a, she's, she, I don't know whether she still is. This is many, this is years ago. Um, she may be. She was a practicing witch that lived in Mexico. So I don't know. At that time, that, that years ago, I mean, I was not, I was not seen as much as I am now. Not that I have a large, you know, thousands and thousands of followers, but I mean, my face just wasn't out there. So I don't know how she actually found me, but she had come into my dream to get me to eat the cake to put a spell on me. She was trying to gain legal access to me. And that was just amazing. I did not see this particular thing in my dream, but when I talked about this type of dream before um, to some of uh, my mentors, and um, they told me that other people who had had dreams like this and once you've had that understanding that food and dreams can be direct correlation to witches and them casting spells and, and by you accepting the food, you're giving them the legal rights to them, that when you're knowing this and denying the food, then the, the food actually right before your eyes transforms and becomes rotten and it becomes a mess, it stinks, it smells, and that's what the reality of what, if accepting that food, and you actually ate it, you're actually eating rotten, whatever spell that they're doing to you, but actually the food is rotten, and it's not actually good and beautiful like it was being portrayed to be, because that witch wanted to give you a temptation to give them access where where else they couldn't find any other way to get access to your child that's how much I have like that's how much I'm always in warfare like daily like as a person cannot physically a witch cannot physically like get access to me they have to come into my dreams to get access to me and try to trick me you know, the Bible says we're supposed to put on the full armor of God. Well, as soon as my eyes open in the morning, guess what? I am in prayer. I am in prayer. I'm, I'm asking the Lord to send the angels for my family. I'm in prayer. I'm in prayer. I'm pleading the blood. I'm in prayer. I'm in prayer. I'm in prayer until I've got everything covered to start my day before any of my family wakes up. Now, was it going to stop them from trying to attack me? No. And that's okay because I have the blood of Jesus. I am a child of God and they i i come against them in the mighty name of Jesus now my kids know the importance of dreams and tell me about them and i will do check do like a little check in my spirit when they talk to me about their dreams to see if something isn't right and of course <clears throat> not all dreams are from the devil and not all dreams are from the holy spirit some dreams are just simply from your soul where all our junk is kept where this is where all the sanctification happens over our lifetime is because all that junk in your soul, <laughs> you know, we move glory to glory, remember? So I know it's tempting though, when you had to have a dream, you're going to want to Google search it and search about the dreams. But Google has a lot of demonic meanings out there. There's a lot of witchcraft. There's, there's angel numbers. This is all occult. you know, it's the, it, and there are so many good resources out there of legit people that you have to understand and, and really know where are you getting your, your your information from. Is it just someone you just found on the internet or found on YouTube? Because this is what's getting a lot of Christians in trouble. They're not doing the due diligence of researching the person that they're following, that they're listening to. Who are they anointed by? Um, I'm believing right now the Lord's taking out a lot of people who are on the platform that shouldn't be there. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people being called out and a lot of witchcraft being exposed. So we got to be really, really careful. we got to know the fruits of the spirit of who we're listening to. We can't just pick anybody. Um, what I do when I research a dream, okay, and I, this is to keep me protected because, like I said, there's a lot of witchcraft going on out there and just, oh, my goodness, mm-mm. Um, What I do is I take key things out of my dream. We'll do, for example, like the tornado or the cobra. And I will go to dictionary.com and I want to see the full meaning of what that means. Uh, What is its tactics? How does it hunt if it's an animal? Okay. Then I will go up and look up the word in Hebrew and Greek. Is there any meanings there? Because a lot of times, you know, when we look it up in Hebrew and Greek, it'll actually have a different meaning or might be an aha moment like I've had many a times. Um, I go to BibleGateway.com and see what scriptures come up regarding that keyword. word. But sometimes I'm, you'd be surprised. I'd be like, oh, this ain't can't be in the box. And then you look it up and go, well, there it is. <laughs> never, never go to an untrusted resources, my friends. Please never. Don't. Do your study on the person first, please. <clears throat> um, there are just too many people out there not teaching correctly, adding in mixture with the Bible like witchcraft, big time, big time. Okay? The cult. Oh. Um, well, one way we can combat these types of dream is praying the full armor of God over our kids and over ourselves before bed. You know, mom, dad, pray, o- pray over some olive oil anoint all the windows and the doors the devil does not have authority unless we hand it to him Um, another thing is you can do is like for example let's say that you you did get bit by a snake or you got bit by a crocodile okay I would take like I said olive oil I would pray over it and wherever that bite is I would literally put it on my skin and and I would cast it out I, let's see, another thing is that if you accidentally ate food or your child ate food in the dream, you just say, I renounce all the, all the food that I ate in my dream in Jesus name. I want no part of this witchcraft in the mighty name of Jesus, you know, because as we're learning to take authority in our dreams, it may not happen at first. I mean, because it didn't with me. And I, like I said, I was actually so surprised that I was able to do that in a dream to the point that I actually had to go see if this was a real thing or if, there, or if I was like, what's going on? Um, but yes, you can. And I'm truly believing for you and your children that you will learn as you understand this since your spirit does not sleep you, now that you have an understanding of this, your spirit will be more aware of what to do and to handle in these things, these situations in your dreams. So, these are just some things the Lord has taught me about dreams and how the devil tries to get into our kids' dreams as well as our own. Um, if the Lord is willing next week, I would really like to talk to you guys um, about sleep paralysis, the witching hour, And monitoring spirits. So if the Lord willing, that's hopefully going to be my next topic for next week. Because so many children are terrified at night or wake up in the middle of the night and unable to go to sleep unless the lights and sounds are going because of monitoring spirits coming and visit them. Um, You know, and sleep paralysis, which this is the worldly term for sleep paralysis, is, you know, you're in between uh, being awake and dreaming, and your your body, you know, you can't move. Which this is really a spirit attacking you, and but we'll get in more about that next week. But this is that is more spiritual than the world tells you because the world the, the world doesn't have a a spiritual explanation for sleep paralysis. And I will tell you my journey through sleep paralysis as well. So hopefully, Lord willing, next week, that'll be my topic. But before I end this episode, I want to pray over you and your children. So, Father God, I pray over every parent, every guardian, and each of their children that you will make their spirit more aware when they sleep to discern the enemies and his plans against them I ask Lord that if their, if their child is a dream that's a warning from you that you will not let them forget it and that they will go and tell mom and dad so they can <clears throat> so mom and dad can come against the enemy's attack in Jesus name I break every assignment on mom and dad and their children in the name of Jesus I break every strategy The enemy has in Jesus' name. I break every plan of the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. And I ask, Father God, that those who are listening that are not dreamers, that they will start to have dreams from you, Father, and about their future and their calling on their life. Teach them to war in the spirit against attacks of the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Amen. That's it for this episode. If you'd like to learn more, you can head over to fosteringtheinnerchild.com where I also have a blog and pick up my free ebook while you're over there. I also have a 14-week course where I go much deeper. Or you can just email me at fosteringtheinnerchild@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Blessings.